My goal is that all business owners, aspiring owners, and engaged stylists reach their personal and business success. My name is Bill Charlou, and welcome to Not Always Beautiful, Always Entertaining. Okay, so today I'm here with Andrea Delito Zola. We've Hi. worked together a couple times before in the past, and I've had the opportunity and pleasure of being in one of her businesses here in Connecticut. So she is the owner of MBD Beauty. Uh, they specialize in bridal media and portrait beauty services. And I'm gonna let Andrea tell us a little bit more about the work that she does. Absolutely. So I do a ton of different things. I own MBD Beauty. I have a staff of 25 different hair and makeup stylists. So we service around 300 weddings a year and we primarily focus on brides. So we have a storefront here in New Haven where we conduct bridal trials. And what happens is Brides will book a trial, they come on in, they meet with us, they have their hair and makeup done, they make sure that they like the hair and makeup, and then they hire us for their wedding day, and we go to them on their wedding day. Very exciting. Very exciting. A lot of emotion going on. Yes, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way because it's always a ton of fun. We're technically joining people every weekend at a party, and I can't think of anything better than that. <laughs> That's worth the that's worth the emotion. Of course. <laughs> so, actually, I was talking with uh, Cicely, who is a, a a friend of mine. We've done a couple of uh, uh, casts together here over the last couple of weeks, and we were talking about bridal services a couple of weeks ago, and that was something that came up, and that was the emotional side of the work that you, as a bridal specialist. There's such a whole other area that we in the industry don't seem to really spend much time on. But can you share with us how you prepare your team for that emotional side of, of the process? Absolutely. That's actually a really good question. I think it's the first time that anyone has even recognized that there's a huge emotional aspect that goes into it for not only me, the staff, and the bride, but just in general because it's a high anxiety background. I mean, you're working with people on one of the most important days of their life, which sometimes can be a little bit anxiety ridden. And I think the reason that I've been so successful at this and the business has been operating for 11 years is because I'm really relationship focused. So I usually talk to almost every single bride that the business books, even if I'm not booked on the wedding, and I'm usually not booked on the weddings. So I think the emotional aspect is exciting, but if you are going to own a business similar to this one, you really have to be relationship oriented. Is that the best, the best way to describe it? Oh, I think God. so. Yeah. 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 So yeah. You really have to care about your clients. And I actually told someone recently, I've been operating MBD Beauty LLC for 11 years and I've always cared about my clients so much. Like I said, I talked to every single one of them, 
but it wasn't until I had my daughter three years ago that now I just view every single one of my brides as if they were my daughter. <laughs> that's beautiful. Honestly, that's- Yeah, so that's, yeah. the emotional aspect, it's, it's a great thing. I still talk to some of my brides that I, I worked with 11 years ago. So it's a lot of relationship building and also trust. And I think that's very important when you're hiring someone for your wedding day. Yeah, that's a testament yeah. to you. And that's, I think, what I had in my experience of working with you, that's the person I know you as. And and it's it's what makes the interaction or any conversation with you enjoyable. And that is Thank that you. you know, you you actually are there and you're present during that conversation. So absolutely, I agree. I think that's some of the best pieces of the industry that you can share with someone, and that is agreed. You made it sound effortless because it truly is, because you're focused. Oh yeah is on them so absolutely perfect so tell me what are your thoughts about when you're developing when you're developing talent and skill for your team tell me what you're looking for like how do you find the people that join your team and are there certain characteristics that you're trying to find before the skill set it's not so much a skill. I usually will look for the personality first. Obviously the person has to be licensed in cosmetology, but they also do have to have that caring background because you can be an amazing hairstylist and makeup artist, but you still have to really have that, you know, that outlook of I'm working with someone on the most important day of their life. This is extremely important and I have to be completely focused on them. It's not a, I'm just going to walk in and do this person's hair and makeup and leave. It's you are walking into the room and you need to want to be there with that person the entire time that they're there. Like we just talked about, you have to want to be present. So you really have to love what you're doing. So when I'm hiring someone to work for the team, I have to know that they absolutely love working with brides. That's great. So, yeah. So as far as your career and uh -huh what you've accomplished in 11 years, you know, and I'm just, yeah. you know, that's, I think that's in the time window that I've known you. Yeah, uh, it's 11 years, it's in, been long. And I know that things probably went on before that 11 years. So in your career, like, what would you view as the, your greatest success? And what are your future goals for success for you and your business? So I would say my, my most, Sorry, my daughter just walked in. You're good. In. That's great. Um, I mean, I would say the entire 11 years can be considered as success, but I would say the thing that I focus on the most is being a mother and being able to operate my business, operate it successfully, and basically multitask would be what I think is the most successful. So yeah, I'm I'm glad, and it's it's no it's no bother that that the noise in the background is awesome because okay, I think we're all <laughs> home we're all home with that right now, or a lot yes. of us are, and I think the whole I'm gonna give you a chance to speak to this in just a second, but I think my point of view on the whole C19 thing of what's going on is it really has given us all I think the opportunity to refocus and decide what is important. I and totally agree. If you weren't doing that before. Now you've had the opportunity to say, okay, let me slow down and yep. 
rethink where my goals are what are the most important things and you said something beautiful earlier and i have to back you up on that and say my feelings were exactly the same when my wife and i had children your whole world changes and you know for those of you out there that don't have children yet okay you know mm-hmm. uh, you know a puppy a you know when you get something in your world that is more important than you all of a sudden you oh yeah change. everything changes yeah yeah so absolutely no i think it's it's great i love i love the social uh media images of you your family and your thank daughter. you just that play thank right so now so so how do you stay calm under pressure i know that uh, the beauty industry is full of pressure and we were talking about that emotional day for the bride this is her most important day how is it that you know organizing a family keeping that in line organizing the business as well as taking care of multiple brides in a year with the you know that being their most important day how do you maintain your stress levels I lost you. <laughs> I lost you, Andrea. No problem. Okay. 
All right, got you back. Sorry about that. Hold on, I can't hear you. Totally. Okay, this, that's Sorry. totally okay. It worked out perfect because I got more coffee, so you're good. I got. Awesome. <laughs> I can't hear anything sometimes, and then the Wi-Fi in the shop isn't that great. All right, we're actually you're coming across good. I, I think it was just that cutout, but you were uh, you were good. Okay, awesome. Perfect. So so what I'll do is I'll I'll repeat that last question. So I will. Okay, great. Uh, Give me just a second, make sure we're sure. recording. We are still recording. So I do realize that, uh, you know, as as conscious as people are on these interviews, they're nervous about how they how they appear, especially since, you know, we're, we're all, our focus is different. We're not necessarily the same as what we would be in meetings uh, with people, but I do with you, you look fabulous. And Thank you. You know, for our audience out there, you know, it. I think a lot of people still question that about themselves. You know, am I together? Did I did I do everything? You're in a. You've got a great setting. The backdrop is perfect. Thank um, you. You know, and I and I should probably show a picture of myself compared to you in this. That's I. You know, <laughs> it's, it's I'm in a hat and uh, and a Batman shirt. So, for that, I want to connect that to the pressures that come with everything that you do. You know, and you still pull it together. So you're a business owner, a mom, mm -hmm. and you, you know, as you'd mentioned earlier, you are managing a pretty large team. And Very large team. And you're working with approximately 300 brides a year. So mm -hmm. there's a bit of pressure that goes with that. So what I think I'd like to hear you tell us is, what do you do to remain calm in those pressure situations and to keep your head the rest of the year? So I just maintain a very healthy lifestyle. I eat really clean. I go to bed at the same time every night. I know, and I have I to interrupt. I'm watching the food that you've posted on social media and I'm like, oh yeah. my God, this, this is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I've been following an anti-inflammatory um, kind of like recipe diet. Sometimes I, I will crave pizza, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and I will have my days off where I eat whatever I want. But for the most part, I eat really clean. I maintain a pretty strict schedule. 
and I actually meditate often. So I've been meditating for about like 10 years. So that really helps keep stress down and stay focused, which is really nice. That is good. How did you get started with uh, the self-care? Like actually taking the steps to do that. I think for a lot of people, we all want to do it. It's of course. thing of, of how do we, how do we get started? So from you advice on, if you're telling someone out there in our audience today, they haven't gotten started with a clean eating or any type of meditation, how, mm-hmm. w- how could they start? I think you have to want to start to actually start. I started eating super clean when I was pregnant with Isabel. I I actually had gestational diabetes. So that kind of kick-started me into eating super clean. Um, but the meditation and the yoga that I've done for years is something that I, I do just because I enjoy it and it helps me stay calm and centered. But I think if you are trying to live a more active, healthy lifestyle, like I said, you have to want to and you usually want to because you want to just feel better. So I think if someone wants to start, go on Pinterest, find a diet that, or a a recipe you like, and just go from there and plan out your meals for the day. That's great. It's good. It's not, not as hard as it sounds. It's not, I think it's like you had said, it's just, you've got to, you've got to want to do it. Agreed. You have to want to. And if you're in the wedding industry, you, you're waking up really early. There's some days where we're waking up at 4.35 a.m. You're going to want to wake up in this industry and you want to feel good so that you're happy, you're excited, and you're in a good mood for your clients, so. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I, I had very, not very often do I put that connection together, but you're absolutely mm-hmm. right that. Oh yeah how you eat, what you do to your own body, definitely is going to influence your mood and Absolutely. come across to others. That's, yeah, that's great. I'm glad you said that. That's so important. So important. So next question I have for you is a little more private and you don't have to share names. We don't want to know, but we are all about at Not Always Beautiful, Always Entertaining. The brand was created based on the crazy stories with clients. It initially started, and I, I don't know if I had shared this with you in the past, but it initially started with some of my experiences in the first five years of doing hair and working in the industry of some of okay. the experiences of not knowing how to handle clients. So that was okay. me as a young stylist, not knowing how to handle clients. And that creates a lot of crazy clients. You were already pretty well equipped when you got in, so I'm sure your stories, you, I hope you didn't have anything as crazy as I've had. However, uh-huh. I'm gonna give you the chance, tell us what was the craziest client experience you've ever had? Oof, that one's that one's an interesting question because I do see a lot of interesting things. I must say, bridal focus, I've never had a bridezilla, it's usually, a groom's mother so the craziest experience i've had was about i think three or four years ago now it was a wedding in greenwich and there was uh, a mom the groom's mom who just would not would not let the bride enjoy her time and the bride basically got up in the middle of getting ready and said you know what i'm gonna get a new room and she got a new room and i was so happy for this bride that she stood up for herself and she realized that it was her day and she was excited and she made the best of it and she turned 
a little bit of a negative situation into a positive, but that was probably the first and only time I've ever been shocked while working on location. That's but the bride was so graceful and classy about the situation that, you know, I don't even know if I can call it crazy. Right. I think it's, yeah. you know, it's funny is, is the where my errors were as a younger stylist was I didn't have that skill set that mm -hmm. you have now. And it, it allows you to avoid a lot of challenging situations. So I think even if, even if it would have been directed at you, I, I have a feeling your skill set, you know, figured out how to, how to diffuse it early on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so now with everything going on in the world with C19, how has it affected your work? And I know I think we were talking before we started recording and I know I've been watching you be very active through this and try to try to keep your business going and keep everything ready so that information for the opening, you're you're not missing a step and everything's right back in order. So tell us about what, how it's affected your work. What might change moving forward? I mean, C19 has affected everybody. I have said to people multiple times this week that each and every person kind of has their own quote unquote, you know, pity party or pity story, but I'm going to be really positive about it and say that it's actually affected my business in more positive ways because it helped me pivot and kickstart different ideas that I was adding on to the business already. So for me, I mean, we've been closed down for almost three months, but for example, our shop has never looked so beautiful. It's clean to the point where you could lick the floor. We've added a ton of retail that I would not have added or cared about if we weren't shut down. So, I mean, it's affected us, but it's definitely helped us for the better because now we're doing new things and we're offering new things to our clients, which I think is great. That's great. As I, again, as I said, and I, I can't you know give you enough of raves and, and compliments, but it's always enjoyable speaking with you because there's never really something, even no matter how challenging your world is, you're not, I don't really ever hear you say anything negative. You've always Thank got you. a positive outlook and you're moving forward, which I think is- Exactly. It's the best way to be. You really can't oh, think absolutely. any other way. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a wasting time if you're, if you're not that way. So if you were to meet a young you early in your career, what would be one piece of advice that you could give yourself at that point, at the beginning? Hmm. This is something I actually think about pretty often, as strange as that sounds. <laughs> I think I would tell myself not to take things personally, especially in our industry. Um, I've been open and operating, like I said, and you said, for 11 years. So I've had a turnover rate of a lot of staff members and I think at the beginning of my career in owning a business, I didn't understand sometimes when employees would want to go off on their own and I would feel upset and I would have an attachment to them, which, you know, goes back to that whole uh, relationship thing with me. Uh, relationships are really important and I'm always focused on them. So I think I would tell my younger self that in a professional setting, in a professional atmosphere, to not take it personal when employees, you know, they leave or they go off to do their own thing because it has nothing to do with me. Absolutely. And that's something that took me a really long time to realize. Yeah. 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 I think that that does happen. It's it's funny as you were bringing that up, 
I wasn't aware of that about your business. I didn't know that yeah. you had, you know, uh, lost some people over the years. And it's something I think yeah. unless we're talking about, you don't really think that this could happen to a person that you know, but I think it happens to a lot yeah. of businesses. Oh, definitely. I feel like a lot of successful salons, they will staff people, you train them, they work with you for a good, you know, two to three years, and then they want to do it on their own. And, you know, that's just part of our industry. And I think the best thing that our industry can do, which I've also noticed a positive throughout uh, C19, is everybody's been so supportive of each other. You know, I I've logged on to different boards and um, different websites where everyone in the industry is chatting and everyone is supporting each other. Everybody's helping each other. And I think it's really amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So I, I am going to go off script here and I didn't put sure. this question on there, but I promise it's not a dangerous one. It's yeah. just a question about if if someone did want to work for you, how would they yeah. go about the process? So I want to give you the chance to throw it out there. How would they reach out to you? What would you ask them to come to the table with? We already know kind of from the full interview and if they're looking at your social media, any presence that you have out there, they better have their stuff together because you've got a yes. beautiful <laughs> image, a very clean image. Uh, how would someone submit their resume for a job with you? I would usually just say if someone is interested in working, they can send me an email, send me a portfolio, send me a resume. There have been times where girls honestly just reach out right on Instagram. Some people are right out of uh, cosmetology school. Some people have been doing hair for like 10 plus years. And I'll just usually get a really nice message from people. And then I usually will meet with them in person and see if they're a good fit for the company. Like you said, the company is a clean image. We are a little bit more conservative. We do attract more of like the J. Crew uh, conservative bride. So I usually do like to make sure that their style in work does reflect our work. And then I go from there. Perfect. So yeah. any of the listeners, if you've heard that, get your resume together. Make sure that you're you're a good fit. Really do your research before you send in an application or yeah. for any any location. Yep. I think um, I don't think I've had that very often. Usually that that's a, goes unsaid. Somebody sending a resume that doesn't quite fit your culture or your environment. Maybe early in my career, I might have run into someone like that. But have you ever? I feel like with makeup, it's different though. I think with hair, you know, you usually have a focus. You know what you like. You know what you're doing. Some people are super focused on color. Some people only like doing cuts. I think with makeup, for me, I've noticed it's a little bit different. Even when I'm working in New York for larger companies, when you're a makeup artist, you know. Your options are limited for jobs. Uh, your options are limited for products. There's a lot less than if you were doing hair. So, you know, I definitely get reach out from all different people who do makeup. So it's a little bit different. Right, right. Yeah. So this is so this is the most difficult part of the whole interview. Uh, the close. Thank you. I want to thank you very much for taking this. Thank time. you for wanting to yes. interview me. Yeah, well, hey, you're one of the I like I said, I've been watching what you've been busy at. You didn't stop, you kept going. Yeah. Uh, you know, during uh, you know, a bump in in the world's, you know, yeah. uh, uh, event here. But um, so what I'm going to let you close with is asking you a song if you wouldn't mind singing us out a song that yeah. best describes you oh should we sing a song together Belle? 
Hmm, what's our favorite? We'll do Twinkle, yeah. Twinkle. She's yeah. not into singing right now. Our favorite song is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> Your viewers are going to hear a bell in the background. So That's if you okay. have anything which you won't right now, I would sing everyone Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Awesome. As she was there earlier, I'm thinking, God, I hope when we get to that song, they sing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. Thank you. Andrew. All right. Bye. Yep. Take care. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Not Always Beautiful, Always Entertaining. If you enjoyed this, we want you to be a part of it. Tell us what you need help with in your business today. What are your struggles? What are your challenges? Reach out to us. Follow the link in this episode to let us know what those are and what we can help you with. Until the next episode.